Hey, this is Jason Hubbard, and I, along with my wife, are the lead pastors of One Life Church in Nampa, Idaho. Thanks so much for checking out our podcast. We hope that it encourages you and motivates you to live for Christ. Enjoy this message. Here's the scripture, and I'm going to open this up here for just a few minutes, and, uh, and we're going to go to the Word. Um, Acts 3, 19. Acts 3, 19. There's not going to be any slides today, so... Um, You can just take notes on your phone and enjoy the words coming out of my mouth. Acts 3, 19 says this, Therefore, repent and return so that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. I'm going to read this again. And I want you to grab a hold of this today because there's several pieces out of the scripture that I want to unpack, but I believe that this is for us. How many of you really are just desiring a refreshing, a time of refreshing from the Lord? How many of you have maybe been walking through a little bit of a wilderness and a desert season in your life and the refreshing of the Lord sounds like just an amazing thing? I really believe that God has this for you this year. I really believe it. I believe that, that coming into 2024, I recognize that, that our hearts can actually develop a lot of scarring. Our hearts can develop a lot of heaviness and weariness throughout the year because of the things go on. I recognize that we can start into a new year and think, wow, this is gonna be a great year. But if I'm really gut level honest, there's a lot of residual residue and muck on my heart from this last year. Maybe there's disappointment. Maybe there's pain. Maybe there's things that you hoped and wished and thought were gonna happen one way and didn't. And so you walk into a new year with your heart heavy from being let down from all of those things. I'm telling you today, God has refreshing for you. He has refreshing for you, One Life. Regardless of what you've been walking through, there is something fresh for you today. Some keys to this verse here that I wanna unpack because there's some beautiful words, beautiful words. There's this word, repent, which the Greek word for the word repent is metanoo. Metanoo is where we get the word metanoia from. And what it simply means is to change the way you think. You're headed in one direction, thinking one thing specifically, and repentance is where you actually intentionally shift from that thing. Now, we think about repentance a lot of times when it comes to sin, and this is very true, that if there's areas of sin in our lives and things that we've carried, repentance churns from those things, leaves those things in order to return to God. But there's also mentalities that fill our mind throughout the year. There's also ways of thinking that can get into our mind. And sometimes what we need to do to set ourselves up for what God wants to do this next year is to stop and say, I'm going to intentionally change the way that I'm thinking about my life. I'm gonna repent from some of the things that I've allowed my mind to sit in and allowed my heart to just rest in. And I'm going to actually change those things. Now, This is the beautiful thing about repentance is that when we put intention into repenting and turning from those things, the Holy Spirit comes to help make a transformation take place in our heart. 
where the things that we were in before, the mindsets, the lifestyles, the sin patterns, the, the, all of these things that we're in, when we say, God, I'm done and I want to turn from those things, I want to not be bound by those things anymore, then the Holy Spirit comes and says, perfect, and I'm going to help you do it. You're not on your own. It's not like, hey, just think better. Go ahead, do it. He says, no, the goal is to think, to have your mind renewed, to have your mind transformed, and he's the one who does it in you. This is an incredible thing. So there's a repenting that takes place. Repentance is a word of hope. Repentance is a word of hope. Why? Because when we repent, if there's hope to say that what I've been in and what I've rested in and what I've been stuck in doesn't have to hold me anymore. I'm actually saying, <laughs> enemy, world, enough. I'm done. And I'm going to turn to the Lord. And there's something powerful that takes place with that. The second word that's in here is this word return, return. There's a repentance and there's a returning. This word, epistrophoo, this Greek word here, it means a movement towards God. The actual interpretation of this word, if you were to look in Greek uh, dictionaries, is to flee to God. If you're fleeing to something, you're moving pretty quick. The idea of this word is that you repent, you change, you, you turn from those things, and you move as fast as you possibly can in the direction of Jesus. The idea comes from the Old Testament, and in the Old Testament, there were these things called the cities of refuge. And the cities of refuge were set up so that if someone was running from somebody who was chasing them and trying to come after them, they could flee to a city of refuge and find safety. Jesus is our city of refuge. He's our hope. He's our life. He's our foundation. He's our strong tower in the middle of the storm. He is the one that when everything else falls apart around us, he doesn't. When your world is turned upside down and everything that you were betting on just left completely, guess what? He hasn't. And he's still strong and he's still mighty and he's still powerful for your life. But what's the point? We need to flee to Jesus. How often do we try to just do things on our own, figure things out on our own? try to do it in our own strength, and then what happens? Doesn't go good, does it? Never goes good. But if we can teach ourselves this year, I'm gonna ask the Holy Spirit to help me change the way I think, and I am going to use everything, every muscle in my body, every inch, every molecule in me to flee to Jesus. Can I tell you that over these 21 days of prayer, it is a great opportunity to flee to Jesus. James 4 says it this way, come close to God. And then guess what happens? He will come close to you. Flee to God and he will come close to you. And when he does, oh man, it's so cool. He brings his life. He brings his love. He brings his peace. He brings his compassion and his mercy. He brings his strength to your life. All happens when we flee to the rock that is higher than I.
Repent, return. The promise of this and the benefit of this, of repentance and returning, is that your, your sins are completely wiped out. The, the, the word picture here is blotted out, like completely blotted out. It's not just a turning over a new leaf. It's a new creation. The old is completely gone. Like, like think about that. Every sin that you've carried, everything that you've done that has been in opposition to God is gone when we repent, return to God, and he blots it out. Removes it as far as the east is from the west. So it is with our sin and our shame and our guilt taken away from us, blotted out. Isaiah 43 says this. Oh, I love this verse. Do not, this is God speaking, do not call to mind the former things or consider things of the past. Behold, I am going to do something new. In your life, behold, come on, God is going to do something new. Behold, in your mind, God is going to do something new. Behold, in your heart and your emotions and your spirit and your soul, behold, God is going to do something new. Behold, in the middle of your marriage that's fallen apart and has all but collapsed this last year, behold, God is doing something new. In your relationship with your kids, if your kids have walked away from the Lord and they've left and you've been praying and and all of this, behold, God is doing something new. If you've been battling a health battle for years and years and you've even given up and you tried to figure out, is this thing ever going to go? Behold, God is doing something new. If you walk away with anxiety and you walk around with a depression that is debilitating and tears you down and holds you captive to where you can't even get out of bed in the morning, behold, God is doing something new. Whatever it is in your life, come on, let's start to believe that God who promised that he would do something new is going to do it this year. We repent, we return, our sins are blotted out, and then this, times of refreshing come. You know what this word refreshing means? I'll tell you, relief, relief. You are going to experience relief, rest. How many are in for rest? That sounds fantastic. This is all definitions of this Greek word, encouragement. Think about this. When we repent, we return to God. He blots out our sins, and then he gives relief, gives rest, gives encouragement. This is another part of this. He brings a state of cheer. How many are just in for like a state of cheer? to fill your life. Like, like for real, how many would just like to like smile a little bit this year? How many would just like to wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, that's awesome. Of course, after your third cup of coffee, but it is doable. (laughs) He brings cheer. Get this. This is also in the same word, in the same word, he brings breathing room. Pushes back the things that have been coming against you to let you be able to breathe. And finally, 
He brings revival. Revival to your life, to your spirit, to your soul. This year, I believe that as we collectively as a church, individually but as a whole, come and say, God, there's some things we're going to repent from this year. We're going to turn from. There's some things that we've been living in, carrying, that are just, we've had it. They've had their way and they've destroyed us for way too long. We're done. And this year we return and we repent from some of those things. We return, we flee to God in a fresh way this year. We are going to see a time of refreshing that is going to come to our lives. I, I, the other day when I was praying through this, I, uh, I, I was just processing through repentance and I filled like two whole journal pages of things I need to repent from. Now I tell you that because as soon as I started to do that, there was a change that I could feel in my heart. There was a burden that was being lifted from me. Why? Because I said, God, I've been carrying all this stuff and it's all been inside and I repent from it. And I come and I just lay it at your feet. And would you come and would you change and transform my mind? And he does. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Now, the beautiful thing after this passage of scripture, and this is where I end, you go a couple chapters down and you find that what this kind of a, a lifestyle and posture does is sets you up to receive a Holy Spirit in a fresh way that gives you empowerment to move out at his hands and at his feet. You see, the refreshing, the time of refreshing, yes, it's for you, but the time of refreshing is also so that you can be empowered to go out and be used by God. With greater empowerment comes a greater demand. The more that the Holy Spirit empowers your life, the more demand he puts on your life. There is a greater thing that he has called you to. He's not in the business of just saying, yeah, I'm gonna refresh you just so you can sit there and be refreshed. No, I'm gonna refresh you. This is him saying he's gonna refresh you so that you are refreshed to go out and carry that refreshing to other people. Carriers of the refreshing of God to other people's lives. So this year, this verse, I, I, I hope, can just sink into your spirit a little bit as we start this year together. What are some areas in your life where you need to repent? Because guess what? There is in all of us. If you were to take a, a, just, a, just take a gauge of all the things that are in your life that maybe are out of alignment of the word of God, you've been busy for a long time. And obviously it's not because you need to be perfect or get it all figured out, no. But the recognition of it allows us to be able to align our hearts with God and allow the salvation of Jesus Christ to come and wash us again. Where do you need to repent? Where do you need to flee to Jesus and see the refreshing come in to your life? Now, as we close... Maybe you're here listening today and uh, 
You're starting a new year and you're like, okay, church, here we go. Going to get back into church. Going to come to Jesus. Here I am. I recognize I'm really far from him. I, I recognize that even though I'm, I'm here, I don't have a relationship with him. And there's some areas in my life that I need to repent of. Here's the thing that I recognize is as we do this, that the salvation of Christ is realized and present in your life. Your sins are washed away, you're forgiven, and you are giving a, given a brand new start in him. Today, if you're here and you're like, I don't have a relationship with Jesus, I've never given him my life. I've never made him the Lord of my life. But today, you know what? I wanna start that relationship. I wanna do the first step of giving my life over to him to allow this year to be different than years before. I wanna see God do some incredible things in my life this year. And it starts by surrendering our lives to him. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer and we're all gonna pray this prayer together. But if you're here this morning and, and, and you're in this place where you're like, you know what? I, I, I need to give my life to Christ. Or maybe you've, you've walked with him and you've walked away and you wanna rededicate your life to the Lord and come back to him again today. This is a great opportunity to do that to just begin this year setting your heart right before the Lord and allowing him to come in and wash you and purify you. Let's all close our eyes together this morning. And I'm gonna have you repeat this prayer after me. If you're here and you wanna give your life to Jesus, make this decision, pray it with belief in your heart, faith that what you're saying is changing something in your life. We pray this together. Jesus, I come to you today and I recognize that I'm a sinner. I've fallen short of the life that you desire for me. But I also know that you came, died on the cross, shed your blood for my sins. And because of that, I'm forgiven. I'm cleansed. Today, I give my life to you. I ask you to be the Lord of my life that you would be in charge, you would lead me and guide me. Thank you that all my shame, all my guilt, all my sin is gone, wiped away. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.